0: When in doubt, laugh it out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michelle Lyle. I'm Michelle Brookhouse. And we're here to talk about the serious and not so serious conversations of health, wellness, body, sex, and business. And relationships. Oh yeah, those too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, if we, if we feel inspired. <laughs> oh, the, the interesting world of relationships. we were just we were just chatting about that relationships who us we were talking about relationships well we're talking about dating (laughs) it's kind of a a a place to relate to others which is relationship Mm -hmm. relating the boat of relating
1: (laughs) the boat of relating yes yes we can relate in boats
0: we're in cars we're in houses well, you know, we live on the bay, so relating on a boat is pretty great. Yeah. I actually had one of my um, my matches um, matched me, and he lives on an island or whatever. And uh, I'm like, oh, you live on an island? That's quite a, a jaunt to get to you. And he goes, I'm just going to sail over and pick you up. <laughs> I was like, okay, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm in.
1: <laughs> That's great. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because how, how long does it take to get to the closest island from where we are?
0: I haven't tried it yet. What do you know?
1: Hmm. You've been on boating dates? I have been on boating dates. Um, it's true. And I think from Bellingham Bay to Orcas Island, and I'm not even sure what dock on Orcas, because Orcas is a pretty big island. It takes about 45 minutes. On boats. On a boat, mm. not a not a slow boat. <laughs> not a slow boat like a ferry. Well, I don't know. Is a ferry a fast boat or a slow boat? That's a great question. I haven't
0: ferried either, so you haven't done any ferry rides since you've. Got I've only here? been here for one year, and it's been a really busy year. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: ferry, but you've been to Lummi Island. That's no, a ferry ride. I
0: haven't. Oh wow. I went to Lummi
1: for the very first time this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us about In the cold,
1: it. <laughs> on a cold it, day. On the, it was like the wintry, stormy day. Like, what the heck were we thinking, going to Lummi Island on um, a stormy day? There wasn't anything open. There's only 800 people who live on the island. There wasn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you see how easy it is to get into the negative side of conversations? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. not. It's not a sorry. It's just a, that's how we normally look at things. Yeah, yeah. and um, I remember when you came back from that trip, you were really kind of excited about. Oh,
1: it was fun. No, I, about
0: the experience that you had, and um, and just the hilariousness of choosing. Yes. To go in the middle of winter on a cold day,
1: middle of winter, cold day on a Monday when the restaurants that would have been opened would have been opened on the weekend friday saturday or sunday yeah. so not that that's why we went it wasn't there we weren't there to eat we were there to explore and the exploring was good because they have fabulous beaches and the scenery is amazing and i think
0: we saw the whole island i mean i enjoy going down to arbay no matter what temperature it is mhm i do too and, you know, you know that reminds me that we we get so locked into this is where I live and I'm not, you know, it's not paradise, so I'm not going to get out there. Like, I lived in Florida. I lived in paradise. I lived on the white sandy beach. This is paradise. And, <laughs> And Sorry. I've traveled yes. all over the states, not as much outside of the country, but all over the states. And I haven't been to a place I didn't find beautiful or paradise in some respect.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so... It's, it's kind of like, oh, I need a vacation. I need to go to somewhere warm. You know, I need a warm, sunny beach. Well, what contribution is it just to walk down on your local beach? What contribution is it to walk on a trail in the mountains? Yeah. That's what I do.
1: Of course, it's February in the middle of winter, in a very cold winter <laughs> right really, now.
0: You know, it's funny you say that because it's actually Washington. been a really mild winter. <laughs> We haven't had any cold weather or snow. I mean, it's been cold a few days, but hardly at all. It's twenty degrees, and you and I have both lived in Minus really cold five. places. Yes, it's true. It's true. Yes, I. Yes, I know. And many. even if,
1: even though it's super
0: cold, and we had a couple of flurries, and no one can drive in whatever they're. No, calling. they can't. What are drive they calling here. Seattle? Po- a, a, something about apocalypse. I don't know. They're calling Seattle something about that. Like there's the this... The
1: apocalyptic winter kind of something, thing. I don't know. Yeah, okay.
0: And and I get it. Like, you know, it's a city. People aren't used to driving Um, when the roads get icy. they They actually canceled school for, you know, two days here in Bellingham because the roads were icy and we don't even have an inch of snow, which to me coming from Alaska is hilarious because, you know they never, we never had a snow day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And me from Minnesota, over 30 years in Minnesota, holy cow, was so hilarious to hear about school being closed.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've driven in snow, you know, I lived in Alaska for 16 years Mm -hmm. and when it freezes there, the roads freeze and they have snow and ice on them for the whole winter. So I'm used to that. I don't like it. But I'm used to it. But it snows like a quarter of an inch here, what and I'm do like, you don't like it. It snows a quarter of an inch here, and I'm like, Michelle, I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna bundle up because I'm cold, and I'm gonna work and create and maybe watch some movies and drink something hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going outside. I'm snowed in with a half an inch. <laughs> Everything is perspective. It really is. It totally is That's not Like, you know my, my, you know, my sons are both from Alaska. And so my son's like, I need you to take me to Best Buy. And I'm like, dude, I am not driving on those crazy roads. And <laughs> he, he opens the window and he looks outside and he looks at me and he's like, get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, mother? Right. But then my other son is so happy. He's like, I can't believe it's flurrying and there's a snow day and I don't have to go to school. He's like, I'm laughing at all my friends in Alaska who are at school. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> Everything is just perspective. It, it really comes mm-hmm. down to how you look at it. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to really enjoy your life, you know, like laugh about the things that you think are so serious. Mm-hmm. Like how funny is it that you guys went to L- Lummi Island I know on a cold day, but you still had a blast we did. because you laughed about it and you allowed yourself to not be in the energy of like, oh my God, why did we choose this? Mm-hmm. We're so dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're so dumb for not really planning anything, but I'm not a planner anyway. <laughs>
0: You know what planning gets you? What? Disappointment. Yeah. You know, what disappointment yeah, gets you. Yeah. Depressed. <laughs> you know what depression gets you? Medication.
1: <laughs> Likely medication you don't want to be taking.
0: <laughs> well, you know, in in all seriousness, there you know there is a lot of people who do struggle with depression, and I was um, scrolling on social media and I saw a post from, um, Jim Carrey and, you know, I'm not going to get the post completely correct because my brain doesn't function like that. However, um, the basis of the message was, you know, what if depression is just that you're tired of wearing the suit that you're wearing, you're tired of being the character that you're in. Oh yeah. And that really struck for me because, um, you know, about 20 years ago, yeah. Maybe a little bit more than twenty years ago um i was in a I was in a really bad place, and i didn't get out of bed for three months
1: mm-hmm. and I just
0: did not want to do life anymore yeah. it was just done. I had created a life that I thought that I was supposed to create that i you know the American dream and you know i married I got married and I had kids and you know we had a home and we had a dog or two, and we had cars we had investments. Yeah, but he wasn't kind to me, mm-hmm. um. And that's not about him. It's just that we were just interacting from the different places that we came from. You had a tra- tra-
1: trajectory where you made a choice, and then you went down the road right. of the choice.
0: Yeah, and so I'm I'm there, and I'm like, done. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and um, I wrote, you know, I wrote a I wrote a um, little snippet out on social media about it. When I saw that post, it, it kind of like um, took me back to that moment. And I thought, I really was just done. I was done being a housewife. I was done um, creating this home and this life and throwing parties for all these people and yeah. putting on this show mm-hmm. when I wasn't happy at all. Yeah. And I wanted to take that character costume off. Yeah. And I thought in the moment the only way to do that was to die. It's amazing. It's amazing
1: the choices that we think we have to make in some ways. So it reminds me, too, I remember reading, so when I got divorced um, many, many years ago now, I happened to be reading this book called The Soul's Code, Um, and I can't remember who the author is, um, but we can maybe look that up and give that information in case it calls to you, but this soul's code it, it was a beautiful book about where who we are as beings on the world, and that our souls actually have a place that they want to take us in a way. you know our souls have a job or a desire or a journey. Or and, and, and there's always that pulling forward, pulling forward. Well, when we get ourselves into this place where we're wearing the costume or the suit or the character, we forget about our souls at times. And then it's like when we're not listening, I think is when that depression can sometimes happen. So we get into these places, these funks, where it's sort of like, I know there's got to be more in some sort of way. And maybe that is the soul calling us forward.
0: Well, I mean, I'm still here. And, you know, I can tell you what what woke me up in that moment was, you know, my daughter was just a little baby. And she came in and she said, Mommy, are you ever going to get up and play with me again? And I was literally under the covers thinking, no. Yeah. You know, and and it seems like an easy choice. Oh, there's your kid. They want you to get up and play with them. Of course, you're going to live for them. But I was... I was done being the character of everything, including being the character of mom. Yeah. And it was so much weight on my shoulders, and I just couldn't even figure out how I got there. And, you know, I really weighed between the two things, and and it came down to either do it, Mm -hmm. put myself out of misery, or get my ass out of bed and change my life. Clearly I got my ass out of bed and I changed my life, and I had, you know, some work to do on this planet. Yeah. And, um, you know, it started a whole interesting, fun, beautiful journey to where I am now. And I'm so grateful. Um, but the other piece about that is that somebody commented on the post that I had written and, um, there was a little bit of an energy of wrongness for those who choose not to continue to live. Hmm. And when I read that, I thought, you know, it actually makes me more sad to consider, um, that it's a wrongness for those who choose not to live instead of it being that that is the choice that they had at the time.
1: Right. And they yeah.
0: got to be free with that choice. Yeah. I got to be free with my choice. Yeah. Every choice is freedom.
1: Every choice is freedom. Yeah, And there's I no agree. wrongness when no. we're choosing
0: for ourselves. It's true. It's, it's only those who had an expectation of us left.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: is where the judgment comes in. And I was listening to, you know, I like to listen to all the different entrepreneurs out in the world and I work with some behind the scenes. And and um, Kyle Cease, I really like this one piece in one of his episodes and he says um, something around they didn't break your heart. They broke your expectations.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yes. that's
0: brilliant. It is brilliant. It's brilliant.
1: Yeah. Because we have this idea that we can expect or should expect or expectations are huge in our world. And if we can just let go, we can let go of all expectations. Who can ever break your
0: heart? Right. And, where the, and then you can't be... Like the judgment ceases. Yeah. You know, um, there's this book that I read many years ago called... Um, there's Nothing Wrong With You by Sherry Huber. And just the title alone, I was like I ha- I saw that title and I was I have to read that book. It's a really great easy read. Um and that stuck with me. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you if you go to my website, you'll see like, you know, I have this whole part on you just can't get it wrong because you know, I've been a parent my entire adult life and I have yeah. grown kids and I'm I have teenage boys now and you know from the How first many kids do you have? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a tribe, and to some people it probably is. I have five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd get it out there. <laughs> Coming from my friend who has how many? One. <laughs> but, you know, it's really funny because you have one and I have five, and it's really not that different. No. Yeah. And, you know, what I found... From my oldest to my youngest, their lives were extraordinarily different. Mm -hmm. I was a completely different parent. Um, They have different dads. And they just grew up in a different time, completely different time. Each one of them.
1: Well, the oldest to the youngest because there's so many years between the two. For sure.
0: And um, at the end of the day, like all the things that I did wrong as a teen mom with my oldest and then all the things I thought I did right with my youngest – At the end of the day, they're not that much different.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right, yeah. It's hilarious. That's fascinating, isn't it, when you can sort of look back and see that, well, it speaks to the whole nurture versus nature kind of thing, too, in a way, maybe. But maybe I'm going down a rabbit hole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I actually think that it's not a versus, it's an... It's an everything plays a role. Yeah. And every person you meet plays a role. You know, my my second um, son, he he got to go to this, we called it hippie camp um, when he was growing up, and he went every year. And the man that that um, opened it and ran it um, just was this really amazing, beautiful soul. And my son bonded with him, and he, he spent, you know, a week to two weeks with this man for three years in a row. Nice. And... And what the inspiration that he got from that man and, and that man as a role model in his life yeah. was probably even greater than the role model I was in his life and I was there every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: it, it really comes down to like every single person, every person you cross paths with contributes something. Yeah. And it's only when we get out of what we think it's supposed to contribute mm-hmm. do we actually receive all it can contribute. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did this dating experiment a few years ago where I went on 30 meets, I scheduled them and, um, you know, on my dating app. And so I, everyone I matched with, I scheduled them and I sat in her house, so- like 30 matches in how many days? I don't know how many days I did it. It was a days. short amount of time. <laughs> well, what I did was I, ske- 30 matches, I scheduled 30 days. them like clients. Yeah. And I sat at a coffee shop and I scheduled them every hour and a half and I would give them an hour of my time. And I let them know that I was doing this. I said, "We can meet. Yeah. We'll, I, I'll give you an hour." Oh, brilliant. And you it, did your own little speed dating, except a little bit longer than a speed a date. A little bit longer than a speed date. I mean, I yeah. wanted to get a little bit more of an essence of the person. Yeah. But, you know, I let them know like it's just a meeting. If we like each other, we'll schedule a real date, and we'll go from there. And so I did 30 meets, yeah. and out of the 30 meets, I chose five men to actually go on dates with. And all the men were beautiful in their own different way. It's just an energetic vibration, in my interesting point of view, is how we match up with people. So I went on five different dates, and and they, were all, they, they all contributed something different. However, one of them, um, we had a fantastic date. He's so handsome. I was very attracted to him. We had a lot in common. We laughed. We had so much fun together, and I was really excited about it. And then um, he kissed me, and there just wasn't a spark. Mm. And in that moment, I could have been like, "Oh well, Matt, Matt, you know, just move on." Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I was like, "Well, what? I wonder what else is possible." Like, mm-hmm. it was really in the question of like, "What else could this be?" Because mm-hmm. we had so much fun together.
1: Yeah, it's um, a great
0: question, isn't it?
1: It is a great question for what everything. Is, for everything. What yeah. else is possible?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he lived in another state, so he went home to his state, and um, we we stayed friends. We stayed connected. And then about a year later, it's an interesting thing, and I won't go into the whole details because it's kind of a long story, but a year later, um, you know, he is an investor, so he was investing into um, a property, and he wasn't in the town, so he called me and asked me if I would go by and look at it. and. Um, one thing led to another. I was looking for a house to live in because my son wanted to come and live with me. And so the living situation that I had wasn't going to work. And so I was looking for a house to live in. He was looking for somebody to, um, manage the construction, um, remodel on the house. Mm-hmm. And so out of a friendship, out of a date that I could have blown off because we weren't going to be romantic. Yeah. I got a really good friend Yeah. and then I got I got this invitation to this beautiful home that I got to live in in the exact neighborhood I wanted to live in. And it was more, it was, you know, more of a house than I, you know, could have chosen otherwise. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we never know. Never know. Everything always works out for us. Everything always works out
1: for us at all times, in all ways, if we look far enough down the
0: road. Because... It's never over. Right. I mean, we're still writing our story. What is that thing that you said to me? I love that thing that you said to me when I was telling you about someone was telling me a, a horrific story about a woman recently who was attacked and raped by a group of men. And I had said that to you. And then you said something about, and I was saying it to you as if the story is being told in in tragedy. Uh, yeah. And you said something about the story. Uh, um. I don't know. The story. Her, her story's not over. Her story's not over. Her story's not over. Yeah, that's true. So and how that, yeah. how often do we write the end of our story in a moment? Yes. And then we stop living.
1: Yes, and then we lock it into our
0: bodies. Us. And then
1: locking it into our bodies creates something else, dis-ease in our body, and then we go down a whole other road of whatever health issues can yeah. come up all because of the decisions we make about the ends the ends of our life,
0: right, (laughs) I remember when I was a little kid, everything was tragic, I was so dramatic, and I would be like so worked up over something, I can't even tell you what it is now, and my dad would say, well sweetheart, is it going to matter a hundred years from now, and I was so mad, I thought he was the meanest man on the whole planet, and I'd be like, I don't know dad, but it matters right now, (laughs) (laughs) But now that's one of the greatest questions I use every day in my life. Well, Michelle, was this going to matter 100 years from now? Yeah, how beautiful. And not just will it matter 100 years from now because I think something in my life is tragic, but will it matter 100 years from now what I'm choosing? Am I contributing so much that it's going to actually matter 100 years from now?
1: Yeah, great question. Great question. What do we want to contribute? What do we desire to contribute? And, and does it matter? Of course it matters. It matters in a certain kind of way. It matters and it doesn't matter. It's sort of, I mean, really, right? It totally doesn't matter. And it totally matters. <laughs> it matters. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't. It does. What do you think?
0: Audience, does it matter? Does it matter to you? Mm-hmm. Are you, have you gotten so fixed in your point of view that it matters, and if it doesn't happen, the whole world's going to die and end? Like, I I know those tragic moments, and they're not real, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. but
0: they lock us up,
1: and we can stay there for a really long time. Really long time. I've stayed in many moments, really long times. It's really fun when they finally break open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I've recently actually just open the door to actually adding a man to my life. And the minute that I did that, I I started asking lots of different questions that I haven't asked in 10 years. And I recognized that a moment with my ex-husband 10 years ago, I decided my heart was stupid and I wasn't going to choose anymore.
1: Wow. (laughs) Wow. But you didn't even know you'd made that choice. I didn't know that I made that choice. And isn't that the truth for all of us? Is that sometimes we don't even know... When we've made a choice that inhibits
0: who we are in this moment. Right. And for, for years, for yeah, 10 years, I was yeah. just, I had this block, this layer yeah. that I didn't know that I had. Yeah. And as soon as I asked a question, it all came back and I got it. Yeah. And then it was just, I just laughed. I just laughed. And, and yeah. nothing else had to come of it. I didn't have to, I didn't have to mentalize it. Yeah All I did was just laugh.: You
1: didn't have to go into deep therapy about it.:
0: <laughs> No, there was none of that.
1: Although not knocking therapy. But well, yeah. we're not
0: knocking therapy because no. both of us have done, yeah. therapy, and you know, I started my career with that. Um, however, what I did that worked for me a lot of years ago was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And I, I am so grateful for the programs that I worked with and they absolutely changed my life. Yeah. And there's another choice. There's another you can choice. It's actually a ask a question energy. that yep. changes something. Mm-hmm. And then you can allow yourself to perceive the awareness that comes from it and yeah. choose from there. How cool is that? It's so cool. So, just that asking the questions made me laugh, it opened it up. And then I was just back on life. Yeah, back moving forward, and that now there's just this whole different energy about me. It shifted
1: something. The laughing shifted something.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where we sat down and we're like, "Well, we have some things we want to say. We have to call it something. What do we want to call it?" (laughs) And because we laugh so much, we decided. Yeah. Laughing.
1: Laughing. When in
0: doubt, laugh it out. Laugh it out. It's true. It's true. So there you are that was episode two two. and we're on a roll folks tune in because we'll keep doing this it's fun for us it is fun for us and if it's fun for you or you have any questions or you'd like to know more about us or contact us the websites and the links you can look there and we'll see or hear from you next time (laughs) next time ciao for now (laughs) goodbye